2: Good morning, and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money invested in more. Anything you want to talk about we could talk about? Um, clearly, there is a big story out there today because it is the first Friday of a month, so it's employment related. There was some positive thoughts about it going in. Pretty good number. The unemployment rate fell to 3.8%, which is the lowest level since April 2000. We're now starting to talk about 20-year period of, of these rates are so good. So that's worthy of noting and worthy of thinking about, in large part because things it, it's tough for it to get better and better and better. It, we're not gonna go to the, the world of the Jetsons, per se. With that said, the economy's not going to get a heck in a handbasket right now. So it's kind of all systems go. It's uh, keep on keeping on is probably the best way of saying it. You have a lot going on at a world level. There is reported relief that a new socialist prime minister in Maine, who assumed his position after former prime minister Rajoy Re- lost a conference vote, vote, won't call for a snap election, so Spain is settling down a little bit today. But it's questionable. So when you have a socialist prime minister and a ruling coalition in Italy that is the same ruling coalition the market had been concerned about because it harbored anti-euro sentiment and it seemed a, a strong disregard for fiscal discipline, just let's spend our money socially. Um... So Europe's getting a little bit kind of kind of it's got a funky smell. So a lot of uncertainty kind of came in end of spring, start of summer on Spain, on on Europe. And what Italy's going to do and not do. So now the employment report of the United States, you know, it's it's pretty good. It has a very gold hue to it, you know, not too hot, not too cold. We got good job growth and only moderate wage inflation, which for you, the worker, not good. For me, the guy who's worried about profits in, in corporate America, that's a good number. Keep in mind, I am worried about you. I'm not that much of a monster. and You can't take everything I, I say you know, seriously and put it against your chest and make it you. That's not what it is. So over the last 12 months, average hourly earnings have risen 2.7%. That's not too hot, not too cold. We kind of want between 2 and 4%. The average work week is about 34 and a half hours. That's important because companies growls. Is that the right word? Companies growls at the idea of paying people time and a half. So all systems are a okay We're not... We're okay. We're we're liking the jobs report in the context of we have jobs and we can service our debts. When we lose our jobs, that's when servicing that mortgage and servicing the credit card and servicing the other cash flow needs of your life becomes problematic. Oh, good gosh. Are you a fan of a football team to the point that you can say, you know, I remember the Green Bay Packers in the 1980s. I was a kid in the 80s, and I liked football, and I liked the Green Bay Packers, and my brothers mercilessly reminded me that they stunk, just, just attacking. <laughs> and they were just damn erratic. Jim Belushi, John Belushi's brother, was on Saturday Night Live when once, and he was talking about how erratic the, the Packers were. They would go, win four, lose four, win four, lose four, win seven, lose one, lose one, win seven. Uh, and you're like whoa as my friend donald would say um but that's kind of where we are with the markets right now uh it, it seems a little bit erratic or it's a little bit maybe do you remember like uh, there's a quarterback named good uh, rex chapman uh rex Grossman? i don't know who rex chapman is but he has to be someone famous because it sounds familiar uh but he, there was good rex bad rex And, you know, which one would show up to start a game? Which one would show up to play the game? And we kind of got that going on right now. There's been some underperformance at the Wall Street. Like if you're looking for some value right now, the telco stocks, the AT&T and the Verizons and other telecom companies, they trade at a 23% discount to where they've been in the last five years. People just don't want them. You know why own that when you can own Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Apple that always seem to go up, right? So why own a telco stock or a consumer staple company? They traded a twelve percent discount to their five year average, and below the stock market overall average on the S and P five hundred of the uh, valuations. Healthcare sector. So the four sectors that have some value right now are telco, consumer staples healthcare and utility, with telco having the biggest amount of value. But then again, it's also kind of like the biggest commodity, right? Do I really believe there's a big difference between Sprint and Verizon and AT&T? And am I going to change my service? Probably not. Like, at one point in time, AT&T had the best set. Way, way, way back. When we're talking about long-distance local phone companies, AT&T had great technology. So people would say, I'd prefer to use AT&T versus, remember this one, MCI, or do you remember when Sprint was a long-distance company? They were a competitor to AT&T. Uh-oh, I'm aging myself. Old man alert. Old man alert. Uh, so we got a lot of going on, to say the least. Uh, least of which, we've got a developers conference for Apple. Apple's gearing up for that, getting ready to teach us a little bit more about some of their updates and some of their software uh, that we can look forward to next year. So that's important because Apple needs to do everything they can to give it to the world that they're a services company and not necessarily just a phone company. U.S. unemployment rate tumbles to an 18-year low. That's pretty good. So, Trump may have broken a little bit of a rule by releasing some of that data via Twitter. Do we care at this point in time? Because, I don't know, it's just something's Something tells me he's going to you know, pardon himself even before he gets charged with anything. Uh, the jobs report is referred to the non payrolls. It's one of the handful of reports with the power to move global financial markets. So, so for him to tweet, that is a great number. Um, the markets almost instantly have to react to it globally so as to not let people gain advantage and say, hey, the United States is going to release really, a great jobs report in about an hour. That'll get people fearful of higher inflation. That'll get people fearful of slowing economy. That'll get people fearful of, and then they make their financial bets on that, and you kind of don't want that, to say the least. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, <laughs> I see the White House is funny. They're saying it was appropriate for Trump to tweet about jobs because he didn't put the numbers out. What? (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts CEO is trolling trolling people who uh, are betting against the company. And that's when I start getting a little bit weird. I want my CEO not testifying in front of Congress. I want my CEO not uh, making fun of the competition. But Dunkin' Donuts, and again, this isn't nearly as important. But I want Larry Ellison being Larry Ellison. Uh, So their CEO is, is... taunting uh, a guy who tried to short the stock. Oh, nuts! I know you're saying, that really happens? And the answer is, yes, it does. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial.
1: sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. You are the best thing about me. Whoa. Now watch, when I get home, I'm going to catch flack because I just said my audience was the best thing about me. Not my, not my family, not my friends, not my coworkers. No, no, coworkers, you too. You're the best thing about me. Oh, no, no, no. Everyone's the best thing about me. Neighbors, you too. Man, when you do a radio show, it sucks. People it's a trap. think it's a trap. It is a trap. No matter what you say, canon will be used against you. So if I did a story about, like, you know, my first girlfriend cost me X amount of dollars. I, I I catch crap at home about like, oh, you know, or you try to buy love like, uh, uh, Why? my head's about to explode. Remember that movie the, or the scene from, I guess it was like, I want to say early eighties, scanners holy macro! like these people developed these evil psychic powers. Oh, it was was big. It was a a big story because heads didn't blow up in movies at that point in time. We weren't desensitized enough to that point where we were like, cool with it. Cool with it. I don't know if that's exactly the right phrase I was looking for, but you get the idea. So speaking about cool with it, Tesla. You know what we do here is we really, really do our very, very best – to talk about issues that are going to financially help you, not hurt you. Um, There's nothing worse than losing money, right? So I try to do everything I can to make myself help put you in a position of winning. That's one of the reasons I find it very difficult to say I own Tesla, because I don't directly own Tesla. Do I like the idea? Yeah, sure. Cars are boring. Theirs are kind of fun. So is Lamborghini and other things, and it doesn't mean I want to go out and own a Lamborghini. I have, if I were to win a Lamborghini, like on prices, Right, I'd give it away. I know. Awesome. I know, and I wouldn't give it away, I'd sell it. So UBS is worried that Tesla is going to need to raise more capital, given its cash burn rate. Recently, you saw GM make a deal with SoftBank, essentially, pulling in billions of dollars of financing because they, too, want to make awesome cars. So one analyst is out there saying it's time to call Tesla a hold because the company is racing against time. And when you're Tesla, that's kind of cool because you're a car, right? And if you want to race against time, you get in the... Uh back to the future car and you actually go back in time. Marty, Marty. Uh so research is showing that the Model 3 is still suffering from manufacturing problems. And this is the one that was you know, had a lot of deposits, a lot of people wanted it. It was gonna make it a little more mainstream, a little bit cheaper. So there there's a problem with cash burn rates. Like have you ever bought a house or an apartment? And you're like, I got my apartment. I've put a thousand dollar security deposit down and it's going to cost me. And then you're like, wait, wait, wait. It's not going to just cost me a thousand dollars a month. I have to give some insurance. Oh, and I need a bed and a TV and a couch. And, or I'll just watch TV on my computer. Oh, and then one day I'm going to splurge and get a big TV. Right. So there's a cash burn level when you get a new home. You have to mow the yard. You have to, like, there's cash flow issues. Right. So you get that. You get the idea when I tell you that, you know, Um we just bought a six thousand dollar patio set. Um how many times do we eat on the patio? And it's like in the last ten years, ten. So you're like, so that's like six hundred dollars per time we use it. And you start going, We're burning through too much cash. It's a trap. It's a cash trap. So it's a trap. trap. Tesla's in a trap. They're in a cash trap. They're burning through cash. If I were to tell you, you and your spouse can't burn through cash, you'd get it. If I were to tell you, Tesla's can't continue to burn through cash. So they can because they got something called shares of the company, publicly traded shares. And they could say, I'm throwing these shares up for grabs. Who wants them? Are you with me against me? So time is of the essence for Tesla to start showing people like me you're not always going to be burning cash that you're going to be a business one day, and you know Elon Musk doesn't buy it; he's a billionaire, and like he's just he wants the the public to continue to finance his his future business ideas and and they're great, and they could probably save society. I'm not doubting any of that. I'm just saying that one analyst other than myself is saying you know that cash burn rate is a problem. you're gonna dilute shareholders or people are going to say one day you know. When do I get my money back? If it's just paper, do you keep issuing more paper? If it's not paper, with profits die towards it, what is it? So you know the jobs. This is something that kind of scares me. We see the jobs reported. And I'll be honest with you. I'm a demographic nightmare, middle aged white guy who lives on the coast, college educated. So. I feel like I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I I live on the coast. I own a home. I I have a job on the coast. Like, I'm good. So when I look at the Labor Department's data, I'm always wondering, like, what's that mean? What's that look like? The retail and healthcare industries were amongst the biggest net job gainers in May. So when you look at the jobs, like, what type of jobs are we creating? Uh, The employment gains in healthcare and education come from a rise in ambulatory or outpatient care that includes physicians, dentists, and nurses. So, I'm always looking for what we're adding, like retail jobs. You know, when you add them at the holiday period, that doesn't really count, right? Because they may not last. Retail trade added 31,000 jobs with games occurring in general merchandise stores, building material, and garden supply stores. Man, is it easier, what, to spend money at a garden supply store? And it's always like, whoa. So Trump did something kind of interesting yesterday, and I find this interesting when I say this, because you're like, really? I didn't know that was a problem. It is. It's. I guess it is. And do you know what I'm referring to? Trump said he wants to stop German luxury car imports into the United States. Oh, my. And every Mercedes-Benz dealer just basically pooped their pants, right? Oh, my, my, my. Can you imagine... Trump reportedly told French President Emmanuel Macron last month that he would maintain his trade policy with the aim of stopping Mercedes Benz models from driving down Fifth Avenue in New York. Europe's auto sector was trading lower shortly after the report was published, with German automakers leading the losses. Can you imagine if, like, how many people have BMWs, Porsches, Daimlers? I, 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 does Volkswagen make anything that's luxury? Don't don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me, Volkswagen Farfanugan fans. I'm just reporting the news. Don't get mad at me. Farfanugan. It's what makes a car a Volkswagen. World Cup again. So, to, you know, hold on. Hold on. You got some good things coming to your country. So, U.S. Department of Commerce has launched an investigation into an automobile imports, whether or not. They impair the national security of the United States. Whoa. Let's just say I'm glad I'm not a BMW dealer right now because suddenly everyone's nervous at the dealership and that's not a good way to work. And of course, we're not going to ban German luxury automobile. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more find me online at robblackshow.com.
1: and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking
2: money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Dow Sores. Dow soars. That's Trump Telegraph's payroll surprise. Okay. You didn't have to wait till eight thirty to this morning Eastern Standard Time to kind of get going on positive strong news. Now summertime is here. And the jobs report kinda of is like, yay, that's good news and You know, sometimes what you're going to see during the months of summer, uh, a little less action, a little less action on Wall Street, unless there's a big story tied towards a stock, a little less action, volume goes down, because we Americans like to go to the beach during the summer. We, we deserve, deserve, deserve. Now, a lot of people aren't going to Hawaii because of volcanoes, right? And yet a more realistic problem in the world of summertime beach houses are hurricanes. You know, I I talk about this all the time back in 9-11, 2001. The big story in August of that year was it was the summer of the shark. Something like four or five Americans had been bitten by sharks. And maybe one died or something like that. But, you know, I I just watched Jaws. Jaws and Jaws 2. and You don't get more of a, a silly premise than Jaws. Or Jaws 2 or Jaws 3. But... It is what it is. Now, we do have terrible, terrible things that happen. You know, there is somebody who lives under your sink in the... uh, I'll stop it. (laughs) We do have real disasters, and they're called hurricanes. The Atlantic hurricane season has just begun. And I'm watching some some reports and reading. And our superstorms that we predicted to be like 20 years from now, they're starting to hit now. I want to say superstorms, we're just things that we haven't seen before you know like new york city getting pounded with rain and boston's coastal cities being flooded this early in the year and again i'm not an uh, alarmist on the planet that's not my job my job is to help get you to retirement and your job is to uh, to save the world so but alberta the first named atlantic storm of the 2018 season started there Um, so we already have that one going and hurricane season typically runs June 1st through November 30th. And if you look at the calendar day, it's June 1st, but we've already had Alberto. So that's an early appearance. Hello, I'm hurricane Alberto. And everyone's like, whoa, you got here early. So companies like Chevron and Royal Dutch Shell and Exxon Mobil get rattled because these companies have these big oil platforms, which... Are cool as far as technology goes. As far as social responsibility, they tend to bathe dolphins in oil, which is fine if you like, you know, your tuna with a little, you know, balsamic and oil and vinaigrette. But Chevron, Royal Dutch, and Exxon get nervous because they have those big rigs, and they've got natural gas platforms, oil platforms. So oil and natural gas traded lower recently, just despite the, you know, the shutdowns because of Alberto going through the Gulf. I know you're saying weather, weather and investing. That could, that could create a problem for me because like the year I knew it was going to snow a lot in Tahoe and I, I rented a lodge for 90 days. I was going to learn how to snow and be the king of Tahoe. I was going to be the king of squaw, the prince. No, it didn't snow. It was lovely, but it didn't snow, right? So Chevron Royal Dutch and Exxon are counting on weather to have a perfect environment. But cotton prices jump on concerns that storms, Atlantic storms, are going to cause floods in crop states. So you're going, whoa, cotton. So I might be paying more for jeans and clothes because we got off to a a shaky start in the hurricane world? Yeah, you might. So again, the, where a hurricane even lands, if it goes up the the east coast, the east side, like Miami, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, you get a lot of people on that side of the coast, right? You get a lot of buildings that can be damaged and what happens when buildings are damaged and flooded? It costs money. Right, it it creates economic activity of replacing what was once perfectly fine. So now a hurricane could say, "No, we don't really want to go up the coast and hit Miami and take down skyscrapers." A hurricane could say, "Let's let's go into the Gulf and mess up the oil industry." Right? It's an orange juice. Uh, futures will will move rapidly. They can you know go up or down based on where the hurricane season starts. So Florida accounts for about sixty percent of the U.S. orange production. I kind of feel bad for them because millennials are making uh, orange juice kind of like evil because of the sugars in it. Right. And I I grew up where Miss Millennial that orange juice was part of your breakfast every single morning. And I guess it was just give your kids sugar was the idea, right? Isn't it funny how how little we actually know about our world that we live in when we actually think we know a lot? Hurricane Harvey in August 2017 helped lift retail gasoline prices in September to two years high. So storms can affect your investment. That's kind of trippy, right? I don't know. It is for me. And uh, it it looks like a near or above normal 2018 Atlantic hurricane season. There's a 70% chance. We can't even figure out if orange juice is good for us, but we could say there's a 70% chance it'll be near or above normal. Well, I I think that's fair to say. They're looking for 10 to 16 named storms. So now you could be a jerk and start going out and grabbing websites. Um, And it could be things like alberto2018relief.com. So you could start guessing the next 16 to 20 names, because they go alphabetically, right? And it goes boy, girl, boy, girl. So if you want to scam the world after a terrible disaster, that's what people do. I know you're saying, people have way too much time on their hands. Yes, we should give them a job. The only problem is, if we give them a job, well, then unemployment goes lower, and we create more inflation. Apple's in the news today. What's Apple in the news for? Do they have a new screen that cures hemorrhoids? No. Do they have a new phone that's $2,000? No. But they have turned down an invitation to talk with EU lawmakers, saying it doesn't want to prejudice its challenge to an EU order to pay up 13 billion euros in back taxes to Ireland. So the European Union saying, hey, Apple, come talk to us. We want to know more. About your business and your tax evasion schemes, or not schemes, but tactics. How much will Apple have to pay in back taxes? 15 billion or less? And Apple say, We don't want to show up to that party. That one doesn't sound like fun at all. Who recently didn't want to go to the European Union and talk to them? None other than your very own. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Zuckerberg. We have a basic responsibility to protect people's data. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve to have the opportunity to serve people. And 20 years ago, I might have been in the same exact air chair talking to you. And I might have said, you know, Bill Gates doesn't want to go to the European Union and talk to their judges and and kind of get yelled at for being a, a monopolist with Microsoft Windows and office abuses. And that stock underperformed for a long period of time. I'm not saying that is going to happen again, but you have to know that it can, right? Is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say. What's the rate of return you would take to retire? Is it an income rate of return? Is it a, a stock market rate of return? Is it a municipal bond? For a muni bond, you can get about two and a half percent. For a corporate bond, you can get about five percent. But the tax savings of a muni bond is it's, it's, it's pretty awesome, because you have to pay taxes on a five percent corporate bond. So a muni bond being a municipal bond, meaning you're lending your money to the municipality of Palo Alto to build a library, and they say, we're going to pay you back at one percent because we're Palo Alto, we always pay back. And then Stockton says, well, we need an airport. And if you lend us money, we'll pay you back at 5% because we're Stockton. We're the armpit of California. No one wants to live here. There's no jobs here. The best job here is cutting off a chicken's head, watching it bleed out, and saying, one. Then cutting off another chicken's head, watching it bleed out, and saying, two. Hey, Norm, go pick up the two dead chickens. Put them in the truck. I did it yesterday. So Stockton... For them to give you a municipal bond and they don't pay they you know you don't pay taxes on the income they give you. But they have to charge more because we don't really trust that Norm's gonna show up and pay his, his local taxes that will pay back the money that they're borrowing to build a, a fictional airport. Who would fly to Stockton, right? See that's the best part about it. Okay, so that's not the best part about it. But you get the idea. So municipal bonds have a play later in life when you have a high income and you don't want to pay taxes on all your income. So like state and local tax rates in California at 9.3%. You can see the total tax rate in California is going to be higher than Florida where there's a zero state and local tax rate. About a 10% difference. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm gonna say it to
1: Online at Robblack.com Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
3: KDOW. give different names we would build far away used to dream space but
2: now I'm Rob Black talking all things, financial money invested and more You know that stupid game Fortnite that's out there that you run around and build things. It's going to make three billion dollars this year in revenue? Whoa. They're actually an investment play. So those little dumb arcade games that she played as a kid probably led you into wanting to buy tech stocks. Same thing with your kids today. They're playing Fortnite, and they're learning how to do the floss dance. Is that going to lead to an increase in people signing up for dance classes? Probably not. But it will lead to an increase of people going to GameStop or Best Buy and picking up headphones because it's a game that uses sound to figure out where your enemy is attacking you from. And thus Turtle Beach moves higher. Ticker symbol here, H-E-A-R. I bought a, a set of their cans recently. I know you're saying cans. He's cool. Speaking of cool, I've got some big-time summertime surprises for you. Good shows coming up. But for now, I'm going to torch you and make you listen to CFP Chad Burton talk about 529 plans and take us to break.
3: Chad? you, you got to kind of visualize that. You can visualize that in retirement. It reminds me of the conversation that I had with my son who just about got grounded for this Because in fact I still probably should I'm dropping him off at a select soccer tryout. The kid's a soccer genius And he's just really in the last year Has just gone off the charts on his footwork And He was We had to go to signups early Because we forgot to sign up online So long story short I'm like, You got some extra time Make sure you stretch really really well And visualize what you want to do In your head He's like, that is so annoying, Dad. I'm like, what are you talking about? Have you not done visualization? Do you not realize almost every single pro athlete uses visualization? He goes, like, anything can happen in soccer. How are you going to visualize what happens? I'm like, anything can happen in any sport, but you need to still visualize what you're capable of doing in your head so that it just easily plays out when you're on the field. We used to do that all the time. I wrestled through college, and you just sit there and visualize what you wanted to do, You know, boxing is shadow boxing, right? It's extremely important to be able to focus. Well, you need to do that with your retirement, too, because people talk about retirement, they plan for retirement, and they do it financially, but they don't visualize what they're going to do when they get up in the morning. If you get somebody that is working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, and their phone is constantly blowing up, because they're wanted. Their expertise are needed. They're wanted by everybody in the company. You're like, where is this person? We need this person. We need you. We need you. And you like get burnt out. And you're like, okay, I'm going to retire. And all of a sudden, you get through two or three weeks of hanging out, lounging out, relaxing, Your your phone not blowing up. And then your phone is dead silent. And people aren't texting you because you haven't created a group of friends that are also retired or in the same hobbies, you are going to be miserable. I've seen it over and over. In August, it starts the 25th year that I've been in the business. And I can tell you that 30 to 40% of the people that I've seen retire have a really tough time in the beginning of retirement. I've seen people struggle with retirement more than they've struggled with being an empty nester when their kids go to college or divorce. Heck, let's face it, sometimes divorce for some people is like this new beginning and they're super you know, happy and living their own life. Whereas retirement, you're like, I've got the spouse that I want, I've got the car and the home that I want, but I don't have a purpose to get out of bed every day. So that's a huge part of retirement planning that so many people ignore. All right, the other thing that I was going to spend a few minutes on today too is we're you know, you're at the season now where you're getting invitations to all of these kids that are graduating from high school, all these graduation parties. I've got a son that's graduating, uh, this year as well and going off to college. Um, he wants to be a financial advisor. So he's going to Texas tech, personal financial planning degree. And I'm telling you if these, these colleges that are offering this degree program, these kids are so heavily recruited that most of the kids that I talked to at Texas Tech had job offers before graduation of firms that are trying to you know, hire entry-level kids that they can say, we're going to groom you. You might have the book smarts to do the financial planning and know the technology. You just don't know how to talk to people yet or become a counselor, and we're going to groom you over the next several years to become a financial advisor. The demand is very, very high, so have your kids look into that, but... People start asking, you know, oh, what what can we do? Is, should um, my kids graduate next year? I have a son or a nephew or a niece that's graduating. said so I add money to the 529 plan. Absolutely not. 529 plans should be invested in stocks. And unless you've got five years or more, it's a little silly to start a 529 plan or even add to it at that point in time. Because if you look at your 529 plans, if you went into the age-based programs, a lot of that money is now sitting in bonds. And a lot of those bonds are in indexed bonds, and a lot of indexed bonds, index funds that are invested in bonds are struggling because rates are increasing. So take a look at your five twenty nine plans. Know what they're allocated in. If they're heavy in fixed income that's yielding two and a half percent, with the the idea that they could decline in value if rates go up. Maybe you look at cash instead, because your kid's going to use all that money up over the next four years. Also. If you're trying to help a family member pay for education, do not write the check directly to them. Always write it to the institution so you can avoid filing a gift tax form. And if you can't pay for the whole thing, don't pay for the early years of college. Pay for the later years of college because you could screw up their ability to get financial aid. Yep, you could be giving a gift to somebody and you could be screwing up their ability to get financial aid. So before you write that check... You gotta kinda know the family situation and talk to the kid about it. I know it sounds weird that you're gonna talk to the kid about the gift of money, but I've seen situations where people received a large gift and it screwed up their financial aid. And it actually costs them more money. So be careful when the kids go into college and, and the family might be qualifying for financial aid.
1: Listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM
2: 1220, KDOW. Three star
0: general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.